Hey, my name is Jaden Boyd. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. This is Frankly Speaking Podcast. I normally do have my associate Franklin with me, but Frankly Speaking, he actually went down to Mississippi, so he will not be on the show today. But I was thinking to myself, what podcast should I do next? And really, I just thought network marketing. I've been deep diving and actually figuring out and understanding what network marketing is and how it actually works. And I just wanted to give you like some basics on network marketing so it's better for you to understand. And if you think about joining a network marketing company, this is something that you should listen to. So first, you normally hear network marketing or a company like that from a friend and family, uh, a friend you never talked to for six, eight months. I don't know where you get a text message. Hey, you should look into this, blah, 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 blah. You text back. Okay, great. I'll look into it. Or even family. Um, you might have a dad or a sister or whatever that might have heard about a product that's part of network marketing from someone and then they reach out to you and try to get you involved in it. So you never know, but normally it comes from your friends and normally your family is where you hear about network marketing. But what I want to tell you today, you need to do your research. You need to do your due diligence when it comes to network marketing because a lot of people will get screwed over when it comes to network marketing because you never know. So you, what you need to do is you need to do your research and understand the product because a lot of times, I'm not dissing network marketing in any way, but a lot of times they can be pyramid schemes and you do not want to fall into a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme is a business model that recruits members via a promise or payment of service for enrolling others into the scheme rather than su- supplying investments or sales of products. As recruiting multiplies, recruiting becomes quickly impossible and most members are unable to profit. So what I'm saying here is there's usually, I would say that there's usually 15 stages in network marketing. And what happens, let's say stage one, you have five people who go and recruit five more people. And then you got the 25 and then they go rec- and then all of them go recruit more. And the word's technically supposed to spread out, correct? And if you do the mathematics behind it all, around stage 15, 14, the whole population should have already heard about the product you are selling. So you do not want to hop into... A product or a, mar- a network marketing company that's been around for a while and everyone already heard about it because if you join, you try to go and sell to your buddy who already knows about it, why would he want to buy? If he was going to buy, he would have bought it when he heard about it. Everyone already knows, so you have to be careful. You want to make sure you jump into network marketing in a company early on. That's how you make your big money. Now, with pyramid schemes, another thing they do is they do the recruitment fee where you go out there and they push recruiting, recruiting. Because if you recruit, you get all these, all this income from everyone that's joining. And another thing you got to look at with network marketing is, is the product being sold to customers or is being sold to the distributors? You got to see who really is buying the product, strictly distributors, or is it actually being sold to customers as well? A lot of times in pyramid schemes, the products that they're selling is like hair products or nutritional products and etc. So you really never know. And normally they're overpriced as well. So you got to be careful with that. What you want to do then is you want to go, the first steps is going and using your contacts. I messed up. I had a little uh, learning curve. What I first did was I went out there, went to every business, went to every uh, small business owner, church, blah, blah, blah. And I would call them, we would call them the gatekeeper, the first person you walk up to uh, because they don't know who I am. So I just walk up in there and tried presenting myself and I normally talk to the gatekeeper, but I would never get anywhere. I'll do another follow up. 
and I'll talk to the gatekeeper again. What you need to do is you need to talk to the person that writes the checks, the person that makes the decisions. That's the person you want to talk to right up front. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. Now, if you go talk to the gatekeeper knowing you can actually talk to the owner or the manager that writes the checks, great, go for it. But you can make money by just doing strictly cold calls, but most of the time you're wasting your time. So usually go through your contacts. What I mean by that is, for example, let's start off by saying, call your dad. Let's say you call your dad and you tell him about the technology, but he's not interested. Well, if he's a business owner or knows people that are business owners, ask him if you can get his contacts. Anyone that he knows that might own a business, that might go to a church or anything that would relate to your product. Now, I sell filtra- I sell Active Pure, which is a filtration system. So really everyone benefits from this. So I strictly uh, when I ask for contacts, it's people that are elderly, people that go to churches, really anyone, basically everyone needs the technology, but I like to shoot for the business owners, people that own churches, people that make the decisions. And once that he gives you those contact info, you can then call them up. If they're not interested as well, then you can go reach out and ask for their contacts as well. But this technology that I'm selling is great and it's awesome. Most people are interested and most people love the technology. So, But I'm just trying to get across, use your contacts. If they're not interested in the product you're selling them, ask them if they know someone that is and try to get another contact out of that contact. Now, if they don't have anyone for you, well, just let them know you'll do a follow-up in a week or two because you don't want to just completely cut off the ties there because you never know down the road they might be interested. People change. And... This is very important as well. You want to write down everyone you talk to, every business, every person that you talk to. You want to write it down in a list. I have, um, list. I use Google, Google, uh, Google Sheets or whatever, and I'll what I put on the list there in one column. I have. Let me go to it. One column. I have their name. So I write down all the people I talk to. Their name. If you don't have the name of the person, that's fine. And then the next column, I have their email. I write down their email in there. I have their number. If I'm able to get their number, write their number down. And then I have the next column, work. So if you're just talking to your friends or family and if they work somewhere, you write down where they work. If you're talking to a business, let's say a daycare, you write down the name of their daycare there. And then I have the next column, status. I have status there because let's say I uh, email this. I know let's say I go do a cold call, walk up to a daycare, and talk to the gatekeeper. She says, okay, I'll give the information over to the owner. In the status column, I would write, did cold call, waiting for response back, basically. And then who's working on it? I have the next column because sometimes if you have a team member or an associate that's working on this job with you, you write down their name. So for example, I have my name, Jaden, and then in one column, I have Franklin. So we know who's working on that job. Now, if you're going through contacts and you're talking to a friend or family and let's say your dad gave you contact info to this company and then you sold to that company the technology or the product you're selling, I write down the people's names that gave me contact so I remember how I got that connection because down the road, I usually like to give the people a percentage that gave me contacts so they're not just doing it for nothing. It's kind of like repaying them in a way. So make sure you write down your info, all the info, all the people you've talked to and keep that somewhere because you never know down the road and it's always good just to see who you've talked to and what you've done so far. So make sure you write that stuff down. Um, Another thing that I run into when it comes to network marketing, a lot of times they'll like to ask the price of the product 
right up front. And what I like to do is I like to stay away from me being a salesman type mentality. I like to come off as an informer. I like to, I'm here. I I'm here to inform you about this technology. That's why I'm here. If you're interested, well, then I can give you the the prices and all the other info. But you don't want to jump the gun and go straight to the prices and all that and send them the link to your website. What you want to do is inform them, make them understand what they're going to buy so you don't just completely cut off the tie of going straight to the pricing. I like to, when they ask me, I like to say I'm part of a virus response team and I've been tasked to inform the public. It kind of puts off that salesman mentality. Another thing is giving them testimonies as well for the product that you're selling. Like the product I'm selling, a lot of them ask, well, how do I know it works? The answer is you really don't know. You can't really prove that it works besides showing them the test results that has been done on the technology. And then also testimonies, people that have bought the technology and how it's affected their life. So you having testimonies and you having the sheets showing the test results, that's really the only way you can prove that something works. So that's another thing that you should do. You need to talk to your friends and family, do your research, and use your contacts. Contacts is crucial when it comes to network marketing. Talk to as many people as you can. So that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast with network marketing. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. This is Frankly Speaking Podcast. Have a good day.